What's up? Welcome back to Guitar Blah Blah, the daily podcast for people that just can't shut up about guitar. If you love guitar, guitar music, all things guitar and gear, then this is the place for you. And if you want even more guitar related content, go check out Axes and Blades on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, wherever you get your guitar content and axesandblades.com as well. So today on a podcast that's all about talking about guitar, we're going to talk about how to play more guitar and how to make sure you spend more of your time playing guitar. I know the irony of it, the irony of it coming from someone who is obviously spending some portion of their day every single day not playing guitar and talking about it instead. And there you go. But it's it's not because I'm a hypocrite. It's because I'm both a hypocrite and an idiot. So it's a dangerous combination, I assure you. But getting past the irony for a moment of a podcast run by someone who is doing it every day, and that means is for some portion of the day not playing guitar when they could probably be playing guitar. <laughs> hey, talking about it's fun too, right? But I wanted to... Rather than just go fully down the route of shut up and play guitar, because that would be a bit too much irony to handle on a podcast about guitar. I want to talk about a couple of things that I found really useful for getting into a better habit with playing guitar. Um, it's rare that I won't play guitar in a day. I will admit that, yeah, like probably most of us listening to this, it's not always the most strict and efficient practice routine, but I'm also going to talk today about how that to some extent is okay i absolutely accept that i should be practicing in a strict kind of formulaic focused way more i do i do all right with it i think i do pretty well but yes i should be doing that more and focusing on that more and getting more theory together and putting that into practice and technical exercises as well and working on specific things oh i need to work on timing or I need to work on my rhythm playing etc etc sure absolutely but I think the most important thing that I that you have to get started with coming from a position of hey I'm not playing enough guitar hey I don't get to it often enough hey I don't get it into a good enough routine hey I don't manage to progress on it because I know I'm not playing it enough so it's a little bit of a different conversation if you say hey I'm playing guitar a lot but I don't feel like my playing is progressing I think then the conversation needs to be about how to target the areas you want to improve and how to efficiently improve them and there's much better people to talk to about that than me there's much better people to listen to about everything than me but in that case like I can instantly think of a bunch of people online all of these amazing players that are also often like lesson packs and all of this stuff like those are the guys who've really nailed how to talk to a player get to know a player and and know players generally and understand how to target areas that need improving find those areas target them and then what are the best and most efficient ways to improve them i think i think there's a lot of guys who can offer on that so that's for the for the people which i think is still a decent number of us some of the time uh saying hey i play a lot i'm happy with how much I play, but I'm not improving. But I think there's a lot of other people who go, "Hey, I don't, I'm not, I'm not playing enough, or if I'm playing enough, I'm not practicing enough." Like I play jamming with my mates or jamming along the jam track, but I don't sit there and and do something with my playing enough. I think the most important thing is getting to the point where you are f- making time to do it 
every single day or as close to that as possible. I think that's the same with everything. And I do think that while you need to get in a balance of good practice, proper practice, focus practice, one of the best ways to do that is to make sure that when you're playing, it's doing the things that you actually enjoy on the instrument. Now, that doesn't mean you just do whatever you want, because if just playing up and down the same blues scale over and over again is your natural kind of, yeah, doing whatever I want on guitar, and that's making you feel stuck in a rut, then that doesn't count, because that's not going to feel good. That's not going to feel positive. So don't misunderstand what I'm saying. I'm not saying the best way to play guitar is just to carry on doing what you're doing. I'm saying the best way is the one that gives you the most enjoyment. That might mean pushing yourself out of your comfort zone because that's more rewarding to you. That might mean experimenting and finding new ways to approach the instrument. It might mean all of that. So it doesn't mean just playing the same old things you've always been playing. Um, That's not my advice. I don't think that would be great advice. But it's, hey, if you get a huge amount out of jamming over jam tracks i think variation is good i think bringing as many different things in over time as you can to develop your playing and bringing in different approaches and trying new things and expanding your musical repertoire and your playing repertoire i think all of that's obviously so important i'm not saying just do one thing but if you still get tons of enjoyment over jamming over jam tracks and the only time you really feel anything negative with that is because People like I just did say, hey, you should expand your repertoire. And then you start to second guess yourself. And think, oh, maybe it's bad. Then you should continue jamming over jam tracks. And it's just about finding a balance whereby when you hear someone say you should expand your repertoire, you start to bring that in a little bit and you could combine them. You could bring it in by jamming over different kinds of styles of music than you usually do. And that could be the way to start opening up your playing. You know, I never jam over jazz stuff, you might say. Try to jam over some jazz stuff. And that might lead you on the journey of expanding your playing because you start to do it and you realize, hey, I can't really get this to sound jazzy. I can't kind of hit those interesting, more surprising notes and the notes that bridge nicely between chords. How do you do that? How do you play to the chords? And then there you go. You're thinking about your guitar playing. You maybe look up some videos on how to do that and you're expanding your playing. So you don't necessarily need to go no more jam tracks and throw that all the bin and go, I'm going to be studious and I'm going to sit here and I'm going to force myself to just learn scales and modes all day and then I got all that and then I'll start putting it onto jazz standards and then I'll start you don't need to necessarily do it that way and not only do you not necessarily need to do that you might be dooming yourself to fail when you do that because the positivity of finding a way that you enjoy it and balancing that with working on the things that you know you need to work on I think that's really the most important thing and the way that you will give yourself the greatest chance of success because that is part of it yeah it's very appealing sometimes to be like i'm just going to be full on the the most disciplined person you've ever seen in your life and even when i hate it it's just going to be this sitting here doing this like it's school homework over and over again you might make yourself fucking hate the instrument if you try doing that um, and you might find there's a lot of people who said that's what they're going to do and either quit the instrument or definitely did not play it every single day. I managed to do this podcast every single day because uh, I let myself have the freedom to do with it what I want. So it's a, it, that's that balance. It's the, the discipline to say I'm uploading a new episode every day. But it's the balance to go, yeah, you know, sometimes there's a voice in my head which says, hey, you should like plan this out meticulously every time and do this. Or you should do a video accompany 
episode every single time. I only do those videos some of the time because they, they increase the time I'm doing it so much. Um, yeah, you could be really horrible to yourself and say that's ill-discipline, but it's increasing the chances of success for myself. And the end goal was to get the thing out every day. That's the most important goal. So whilst an even more impressive goal would be put a video out every day, you are, when you're not doing this full time, this is not a job or anything, you're massively increasing your chances of failure. Because the chances are that you're not, I mean, do you really think you're not going to come up with a day where that's not going to work? No, there you go. When you're doing targeted practice, if you're saying I'm going to learn a substantial amount of new, let's say, music theory and begin to apply it every single day, that is a fantastic goal. Are you realistically saying that you're not going to come up with a day when you're not going to be able to find the time for that? Oh, well, you know, yeah, occasionally stuff will come up. Okay, then. That instantly, if you're saying that, if you're admitting that probably there's going to be times where that's not going to work, it sounds like, you know, we're not trying to derail people's ambitions, but it sounds like you might be opening up massively increased chances of failure here. It's totally risk-reward. You want to go for it big, like dream big and go for it. Absolutely. No one's telling you otherwise, but it's about looking at stuff smartly as well. For your own playing, there are a couple things that I really found help when it comes to I want to make sure I'm making time for this every day why don't I do it you know how can I be more disciplined you know and there's a bit of that you know cue Shia LaBeouf meme of him screaming just do it at you um that might help you know I think I think different people react differently I think some people just having just yelling just like someone being like you're doing this like drill sergeant to themselves or someone else doing that I think some people react very well to that um, obviously, if you had an actual drill sergeant, if you can hire an actual drill sergeant to be a live-in drill, can you do that? Like a live-in wet nurse? Can you have like a live-in drill sergeant? Not to breastfeed off. I don't mean that. That would be weird. I mean, I'm sure if you're rich enough, you can you can probably get whatever you want. But but if you're not that wealthy, and you and you actually want discipline rather than strange pseudo-erotic mammary relationship with an army drill sergeant if instead of that you go hey i want to play guitar every day i'm sure a living drill sergeant would be very useful to yell at you but some people respond well to that some people don't but something that i found very interesting that's one of those almost counterintuitive things i think we naturally common sense wise think what will be useful is a bit drill sergeanty it will be pure full-on hey i'm going to make you do this you know making guitar playing into homework again right like i said causes a lot of people to quit causes a lot of people to play two times a week instead of seven how does that work well one of the things that the in in doing some reading people have found really help not with guitar with anything with discipline or anything again increasing your chances of success is learning a little bit about how your brain works um and and how to use that to your advantage this does not mean scaling down your dreams. This does not mean giving up on learning theory. This does not mean just letting it all be casual and and completely giving up on the idea of making yourself into the greatest guitar player in the world. I think this could be useful. I'm an amateur player and I just want to like be make sure I'm doing it a bit more often all the way up to I want to be the best possible guitar player I can ever be. I think this advice still holds. The individual nuances of how the balance will work is different. For the first example there, the former hey, I just want to get to playing a little bit more. 
there is going to be less hardcore discipline in there. There is going to be less, you've got to work through this part, even though it's super, super hard. There's going to be less of that. It doesn't mean there's going to be none. There's going to be less. There's going to be way, way, way more of that kind of approach. Possibly, possibly, not a lot, there's always, there's always more than one way to do things, but there's possibly going to be a lot more of that for someone who says, I don't care what it takes. I don't care how much pain I have to go through. I'm going to do everything I can to be the best guitarist I, I could possibly ever be. Or the best whatever I could possibly ever be. Yeah, sure, there's probably going to be a lot more strenuousness within that. However, the natural default to assume that it's always extreme and it's always one or the other rather than being on a spectrum and that uh, our natural default to go, well, if I want to improve at something, I need to suddenly go to 100% maximum efficiency. I need to go to 100% drill sergeant mode uh, is not true. Like I said, there is a balance in there. And actually maximizing your success, what you'll find is the very, very simple thing, which is common sense. When when you say it out loud, you realize how common sense it is, but it's kind of counterintuitive to that other assumption of well if i want to be good at something i've got to be horribly disciplined on myself definitely would help but here's a common sense thing that studies have shown is that positive reinforcements works better than negative reinforcement if you are in the situation in which an army drill sergeant is used if you're in basic training i've never been through any kind of army training but just from the outside perspective of it, you are in that situation. You're already in it. And so I think that's an incredibly effective way to, I would I would guess, train people who are, you're already in that situation. They get you there. You're getting ordered around. Shave your hair off or whatever. Make you do all these things every day. You can totally see how a drill sergeant attitude just works very well with that and, and creates a huge amount of discipline. I'm sure it's a, it's a great way to do it. Whilst you're just sitting at home and you're just saying, hey, I just want to be playing guitar more every day. How can positive reinforcement there be more effective than negative reinforcements? And by the way, I think if you talk to anyone who's been in armed services or anything, they'll tell you that the rewarding nature of it means it's a, there's actually a huge amount of positive reinforcement in there um, as well. So it's not it's not as simple or as binary as say one's positive ones ones with negative reinforcement that's that's not true at all but when you're at home and you're not trying to just drive yourself insane with setting unrealistic goals and being overly harsh how does positive reinforcement help better than negative reinforcement even when you know you're going to get that balance even though you know you're going to have to be harsh on yourself to some extent to get things done you have to be strict on yourself. Even with that, how does positive reinforcement then fit in? Well, one of the ways it fits in is simply, like I said before with the jam track examples, you have to still retain a huge amount of what you enjoy most on the guitar in your practice. And whilst you might gradually over time get rid of that, to completely go cold turkey on it because you're fed up of not improving is, again, increasing your chances of failure, not success. If you love jam nights, you do, but you go, hey, if I just jam all the time, am I really going to be improving my playing and expanding it? Or am I just going to keep working the same skills, jamming the same tracks with the same people? Yes, you are just going to keep kind of going over the same stuff. You might not expand your playing, but 
the extreme of going cold turkey then on jam nights and completely changing the way your whole guitar life works so that you're just sitting now in front of lesson books or whatever it is, diving into theory, that might not actually make you play every day. Not only will it not be fun, it might actually not keep you playing every day. You might find yourself getting atrophied in those other skills because you're not doing them and you might find your your guitar playing overall generally like your finger strength your your synchronization between your hands atrophying because you might start doing the bare minimum of what your discipline pushed you to so if you said i need to do at least 20 minutes of theory every day and then i can continue playing guitar you might find that if you strip away the things you really love about it you might only do that 20 minutes you might only do Oh, it's 1950. That's about 20 minutes. I did my theory for the day. And sure, your theory is going to improve that way. I don't think your guitar playing is going to improve. Because you're not actually going to start putting it all together. Like I say, some of your other skills might atrophy. And as well as not enjoying it, even if you can be super disciplined and make sure you get that, for example, 20 minutes done every day, then all you're doing is going to be that. You're not going to want to do that. And it's because you're going to associate negative feelings with that instrument instead of positive ones the reason you always show up to jam night even when it's raining outside or it's snowing and i don't have i don't have my car set up for driving in snow but i still went out there and tried to head to jam night that sounds dangerous don't do that but if you but you know i got this little hatchback but i still headed out there even though i was tipping it down with snow um because i just had because i because i just i gotta do I've, I've i've got to play i love it that's someone who's driven to play guitar and that's because you're associating positivity with the instrument that's the reason you know you have guitars that you love i think a lot of the time um this is why gear is actually important because if an instrument's easy to play and you enjoy it you will associate positive things with that and i think a lot of this stuff of there's magic in that instrument or i love or i'd never sell this guitar i love it too much i'd never sell that amp i love it too much even though you know logically, there's tons of great sounding amps. Even though you know logically, if you're in a blindfold test, you probably couldn't pick that out of a lineup of a bunch of guitars you've never played before, a bunch of amps you never played. But probably what it is is you've had really positive experiences on that. It's very hard to sell a guitar if you've written something, a song that you loved, which you then went on to record, and you have that record, and you still listen back to it and go, oh, I did good work on this. I love this song. That's one of my favorite things I've ever written. The guitar you wrote that on is going to be very hard to sell. But it's also going to be a guitar that you want to pick up every day. That positivity related to the instrument is an extremely useful way. It's actually probably more powerful than your, oh, I'm going to be disciplined and I'm going to do 20 minutes of music theory every day. If you want to play guitar every day, you know what makes that easier? Again, increasing the chances of success. If you have a positive feeling towards your guitar, if you have a feeling of enjoyment, of elation of, of that towards the guitar, it's really not that different to training a dog you know hey i get the dog to do this thing and they get a treat and they start to associate positivity with doing this thing so they want to do this thing they want to choose that behavior over this behavior because it feels good you can do that to yourself and it can relate to the objects themselves as well so if you make your guitar playing into something that feels like school homework if you are a very disciplined person, you can still get it to work, but it will be running on pure discipline. It's like running on on a pure adrenaline or something. It's not that it can't be useful, but if you're running on pure adrenaline, that's not a positive thing. You're, you're kind of saying, 
I was out. The tank was empty. I had to rely on this one last thing. If you strip the joy out of it, you'll be relying on pure discipline. And the reason that that comparison falls apart is adrenaline as a nice chemical flow in your body is a hell of a lot more powerful than discipline, which is a conscious decision. So utilize how the brain actually works. Utilize those chemical flows. And actually, really, what's going to be more powerful is using some kind of dopamine hit or whatever it is, some kind of chemical reaction of joy, elation, positivity, you can get that to relate to guitar every time. It doesn't just need to be, oh, that crazy one gig that we played that was amazing and we played the best ever and we had the biggest crowd ever. Sure, that's that's going to be an even bigger dopamine hit, right? That makes you want to get out there and play live more. But you can get positivity and those positive, like seriously, chemical flows in your brain and in your body related to the mundane everyday of practicing guitar. If you go, I'm going to run on pure discipline alone, it could work. You're going to have to be a drill sergeant about it for it to work because otherwise you're massively increasing the fact that you will start to skip days and as soon as it gets busy, you know, work was a little crazy, so I skipped. Why do I do that? Maybe it's because you relate the guitar to this kind of homework like running on discipline only. So one, you'll have to be very, very good at discipline. And Two, it won't necessarily get you the best results anyway, overall, in the long run, realistically. It's about finding your balance. Depends how disciplined you are. But here's the thing. You can do both. You can be an incredibly disciplined person and you will work on theory every day and you will work on uh, sweet picking. Oh, I hate working on sweet picking. But you are going to nail it. And I worked on sweet picking for 100 days. I did 20 minutes of sweet picking for 100 days. And it sucked at first and I hated it, but I finally got it. You can do that and use positive reinforcement and positive connections and essentially conditioning, which is what this is. You can do both. How would you do that? It's about balance. you got to find your balance. It'll probably take a bit of time to find your balance. But here's one way you can start doing it. So let's stick with that example. I want to get good at sweep picking. Let's be honest, for all this positivity and stuff, let's not let it spiral into some kind of hippie talk about you just got to feel good about it, man. You fucking do have to be disciplined. You're going to learn a sweet pick, you better do it. I mean, have, have you ever heard Michelangelo Basio and these people describe how they got so good at sweet picking? Like, I heard people sit there and talk about a bunch of different guitarists, how, yeah, when they really wanted to get good at it, they got really good at it in, like, you know, several months, and they sat there and they did, like, five hours a day or something. Like, it's nuts. They just went up and down, and they just did one shape, and they just did it over and over, and whenever the TV was on, they just did it over and over again. Whenever, you know, they were supposed to be working, they were just sitting there with a the guitar, and they like, unplugged just up and down super slowly, sweeping over and over again, and that's how they got good at it. It's hard. You need discipline. That's why it's a good example. So... We want to get good at it. Okay, so we have to ditch the positive reinforcements and we have to go full-on drill sergeant discipline. No, you don't. You can do both. Again, it's about increasing your chances of success. So what success means? Success means I practice sweet picking in a good way. You know, I look up what's the best way to do it. You know, okay, do it to a metronome. Start with just one shape, whatever. Get some good advice. Get some good advice. What's the best way to do it? So we've got a good practice regime. Got that sorted. I need to do this good functional practice regime for 20 minutes a day every day for 100 days and then review my my progress that's success success is we get to day 100 and 
I've done it every single day for 20 minutes. And I'll look and I will see them as we're picking with them proof. Okay, that's 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 how we do it. So are we going to run on pure discipline? No. Discipline is definitely going to come into it. You're going to need discipline. You're going to need it. Some things that can help is having some kind of visualization to help some people, like mark out on the calendar, like draw a little box. Write SP next to it. That's the sweet picking box. Draw it on the next 100 days of the calendar. Every single day after you do it, tick it off. At some point, that's going to start feeling like a dog getting a treat. It's You're going to associate the, the physical act of putting the guitar down, stretching out your hands because they're feeling sore from doing fucking sweet picking. <laughs> and then you're going to go over and then you're going to take that box. It's going to feel good and it's going to keep feeling good and, and it's going to feel good. That's going to help you over the first kind of two-week hump of it being particularly difficult to get into this habit, right? By the way, I should say that this is not coming from someone who's very good at doing all this stuff. Um, it's hard. I'm not the most disciplined with this stuff. I don't practice what I preach as well. I would say it's probably a little bit more of, you know, if, if you're familiar with my playing, I'm not going to blow you away. I'm not, I'm not someone who's mastered all this. So it's a lot more do what I do as I say and not as I do. I just think this is really useful advice that I'm now trying to get to grips with. And you will fail. Like just that's another part of it is, to spiral off into a tangent, we could do a whole other thing talking about getting to grips with the failure of it because you will fail. It's not foolproof and you do fail at stuff all the time and I do not put this into practice well enough and I don't do well enough at this. But, so this is not preaching as in I know how to do this. Like I said, if you want that, there's all these guys who are a thousand times better than me on YouTube than all these other places and all these other platforms. Thousand times better players, thousand times more disciplined, thousand times better at practicing. They've been to Berkeley, they've been to this, they've been to that. They taught themselves and they're friggin virtuoso but they still give lessons on youtube there's all these guys you can go to you know all of them so that's why i'm not trying to do that i'm just talking about stuff that i've learned and read about because i'm interested in basically how the brain works um and how i've decided that i'm starting to apply that to my guitar playing starting to still a long journey but anyway so you can do things to help your discipline as well um there's lots of advice on how to help the discipline but like I said, it's not pure discipline, it's not pure drill sergeant. Positive reinforcement is a big part of it. And here's the one tip I would give, and this is something that I have put into practice really well, and this is something that really helps me. How do you still include positive reinforcement even if you're being really disciplined? Um, I have, I go through little, um, I, I tweak it all the time, but I have little practice routines I run through and little things like that. I still do something at the end of every single thing I do. If I'm trying to learn theory, if I was doing this sweep picking thing, which I'm not doing because I'm not, I'm not trying to work sweep picking right now. But let's say I do this. Here's how. Here's what I do after my 20 minutes of sweep picking. Sure, I tick it off the calendar or tick it off my notebook or whatever it is or draw another little tally mark. You can pretend you're in the greatest escape or whatever and score it into the wall, whatever helps you. Um, if your landlord doesn't want you to do that, don't do it. But, <laughs> you know, what? How, how, what do I do after... There's my 20 minutes of sweet begging, or there's my 20 minutes of theory, or there's my practice routine. What would what would I do? And this is something that I do, and this is something that I found out. Um, it's actually two bits of advice, really, but here it is. Number one, you always finish with the thing that you enjoy the most. Because then you're finishing with a feeling of positivity, which will help with that relation. 
That means that even on the days when the sweet picking sucks, because it is going to suck, you don't just need to rely on pure discipline to get you to pick up the guitar the next day. You can still instill those positive feelings on the instrument and in your practice, even though 20 minutes of it sucks ass. Because after those 20 minutes, what you finish on is massively important. What the last thing you do is before you put the guitar on, how you feel when you put the instrument back on the stand or back on the wall hang or walk back in its case, that will help you to open that case and get it out the next day. That will help you to pick it up the next day and do your 20 minutes. What do you love doing? What brings you joy? Is it like, so let's say you freaking love the thing that got you in a guitar. I think you still just love is you love putting on a record with like big beefy riffs on it, like Metallica or something, and just riffing along. That's what you love. Do that. Do that for the last three minutes. You know, if you need to wait, you know, if you need to book out 23 minutes instead of 20 minutes, do that. And after your 20 minutes with Biggie, make sure you do three minutes of it. And that's the last thing you do. It will massively help instill positive feelings that will make it so much easier to pick up the guitar every day. That's something that I already do. The second thing, and this one's really hard to do, the second part of it. So it's the second part of instilling positivity into your playing routine. It's really hard to do this one because it's it's actually super counter to what you want. And it's kind of counter to what you hear because we all, what you feel, because we all know those things where, oh, the best day on the guitar and the best practice session and the time when I got the most out of it and the time when I feel like I was improving was I just played for like six hours straight. Do that. No one's saying don't do that. But when you're doing one of these practice routines, when you're trying to, or you're trying to work on, I want to play it for a certain amount of time every day, or like, like we're doing here, our example with 20 minutes sweep picking, how do I make sure I keep getting up and keep doing those 20 minutes of sweep picking practice? So you end on a high. You end on, our example was riffing along to a Metallica record. Great. That's not about improving your playing, but it will improve your playing. Because it's going to help you keep picking up the guitar, which is step number one for improving your playing. Okay, good. But the second part of it is to quit while you're ahead. And this is one of the weirdest ones for me, because I just, when I st- you sort of start reading about this, it just seems so counterintuitive. It's not all the time, like I say, if you're on some you know, you're, you're in the zone and you're just loving it. You just want to keep playing and playing and playing. I think that's a cool thing. You know, especially if you're doing something that you just love with guitar, you're playing with friends and stuff. You just keep playing. It's great. So it's not about always. It's just about in the case of getting this routine going, getting this regularity going. Let's say you're jamming along to Metallica and you finish playing along to one song. And that's what you said you would do. You would do your 20 minutes of sweet picking, tick off the box, then you play along to a Metallica song. That's the positivity. That's the good feeling. You're loving it. You got a big rush going and you want to play along to the next track. Or you got a big rush going and you want to go, I love that so much. I could totally, I've got the love, the love's here, the the love of guitars in me. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling it. I want to do 20 minutes more sweet picking. The research that I've read says don't. It says put the guitar down and go back to it the next day. Because we've all had this experience where you've had the love feeling and you felt your peak and then you start to go down into another trough and you keep going and a lot of the time that's when you put the guitar down fed up. It's not just the times where you have a really bad practice session and nothing's working so you put the guitar down fed up. 
It's the times where you felt really good. Everything was great. You're having the best time of your life playing guitar. And you kept playing, kept playing. I guess fingers got tired or whatever. And you kind of just fell out of the groove. And you're like, ah, oh, it's not there anymore. So I'll put the guitar down. That is now chipping away at some of that positivity you created. You've dampened it. You've lost some of it. And it's really important not just to create the positivity, but like we said, to end on it. For some reason, that massively is a very, very good way to utilize your brain chemistry to your advantage. It's not just getting positivity in there. You associate it most strongly when that's the last thing. That's how you felt when you finished. And so instead of finishing that Metallica jam along and then feeling so pumped up that you then want to do more sweep picking, which sounds common sense. It sounds like, hey, I'm going to do 40 minutes of sweeping today instead of 20. Probably you'll go back into it and you'll be like, oh, this sucks way worse. This is way worse than the freaking playing along to Metallica. This sucks. And you won't enjoy it. And even if your sweeping goes well, you're like, yeah, okay, no, sweeping is going along fine. I enjoyed the 20 minute sweep picking. It was fine today. Love jam along to Metallica. And then that sweep picking, yeah, it, it wasn't as fun, but it was okay. Now you're ending on it was okay. Or you might even go into the sweep picking, enjoy the first five minutes on your Metallica high. <laughs> and then after that, it sucks. And you give up. You don't do another 20 minutes. You do another like eight minutes because then it's three minutes of suck. And you're like, ah, well, still had a good one though, didn't I? Did my 20 minutes, did Metallica. That's not as positive as finishing on, fuck yes, I love playing guitar. So the, now you've just increased your chances of failure. You've now made it more likely that if you wake up tomorrow and you've got 50 emails coming that you weren't expecting and work's going to be crazy and you start to get that feeling of, do I have time to do my 20 minutes? I mean, I've done 26 days in a row. Does it matter if I miss day 27? The likelihood of all that coming in, and meaning you don't pick up the guitar and you don't do your 20 minutes of sweet picking, or you go, well, you know, I did 26 days in a row. As a reward, I'm only going to do the Metallica today. If you could kind of go back in time and watch your playing, the days when that happens, your cheat day, your not actually supposed to be allowed cheat day as it were probably comes right after a day when you ended having not really enjoyed it the day when you didn't pick up the guitar quite often comes after the day when you didn't have the best time of it the day before finish on what you love about guitar so i do that my favorite thing is writing riffs it's my favorite thing is writing guitar parts if I'm doing a strict practice routine over time, where I recently did when I was working on the stamina of my fingers, I did that, and every single time afterwards, I had a riff I was working on, and I tr- and I worked on writing the next section. And then when I came up with the next section, I'm sure if you feel the muse going, you're really feeling it, man. To be sure, okay, you can, you can, you can allow yourself at times to keep playing. You got to have freedom in it. You got to I, especially for some people, it's different for everyone again. But I really respond well to having freedom and flexibility in these things great but generally i mean every single time i was finishing on what i love writing riffs and generally speaking i was pretty strict still with if i wrote a riff and i felt oh i could keep going i could keep going i could go and i went no i wrote the next part i i now love guitar after doing my horrible exercise or whatever it was i was doing my stamina exercise for my for my picking hand not the most fun thing in the world. I had like a stopwatch. It was not fun, but it did improve my sound, particularly between my pinky, strength of my pinky finger on my on my fretting hand massively. Great. And you know what? I kept doing it more and more because I finished afterwards with the thing I love, writing riffs. 
and I made sure I put the guitar down when I was still in love with it. Helps massively. Uh, this is just what the studies show. It's not specifically uh, guitar playing studies. These are just studies about doing stuff in general, and I'm feeling that it helped. This is all personal stuff, even though this is from like science and stuff I've read. I'm not an expert on this. I don't really know what I'm talking about. I just read this stuff and it helped me. So I'm just sharing it because it might help someone else. Like I say, I'm still trying to put it into practice as well. I'm not the best with it. So I'm still trying to get that going. But I just feel like it It, it made it, when I read it, it was interesting and it helped me. So I thought to share it. Um, and it, it seems to be helping me. Uh, if you want to actually learn how to be better at practicing guitar and stuff, like I'm not the person to ask in any way because of who I am personally, like, uh, how I'm doing personally, how my guitar playing is, my background. There's just a thousand million people out there who all have a platform on YouTube and all this stuff who are all going to be better than you or working in your local music store or in, you know, uh, online advertising with their lessons. Like, I'm not at all the person to, to ask to, to actually go into this. I, I, cannot claim in any way to be good at this or to be good at helping anyone else with this the point of this was literally just to share something that i read in general about practicing and being disciplined and getting routines and i am not naturally a disciplined or routine person and it massively helps me so there you go i just thought i'd share it that's all um it would be interesting to hear if that sounds logical to people if they think that would help or just to hear other people's tips because there's there's always more than one way to do things there's always other things that are going to massively have helped people to get practicing this is just uh the way i like to think of stuff is like how does my brain chemistry work and then if you maximize your chances of success without skimping on your goals you know it's not about reducing your goals it's not about reducing your ambitions it's about maximizing your ability to get what's there and and for me the kind of brain chemistry angle kind of works and uh you know people are not dogs but there's kind of a lot of similarities with training dogs and um how much better we respond to positive reinforcement than negative how much better we respond to i made sure i fell in love with this thing every day rather than every day i didn't do it i got a bad mark you know oh i'm not allowed my beer in the evening because i didn't do my sweet picking today some people that works better than others um the, the, the kind of literature and stuff in the science again not an expert just an idiot here but suggests that what's way more important is you make yourself fall in love with the thing and then you know whether you discipline yourself in a negative way or not you can kind of test but that the positivity will help so anyway and you know what is a massive part of that as well it means you enjoy it if you're not enjoying it it does get a little bit what's the point um if you're like i'm going to become world conquering guitar god then then there is a there is a point there as well um i think it's it, to be honest it all feels a little bit empty if you're not enjoying it as well so that's the great thing about this is it's actually one of the times when like science is counterintuitive but not in a way that sounds like depressing like you know it's not like it's not, it's not like some sort of like all oh, humans are inherently evil and selfish or some kind of horrible I don't, don't remember reading that in a scientific journal but um my scientific journal that's the name of it but um it's not such a negative conclusion actually because it's like hey the thing that helps you is actually the most fun option and like i say most fun does not mean just going back to playing up and down the same blue scale every time that's easy and easy and fun and not necessarily gonna just be the same thing but um if you're like hey i need to get better at guitar so i need to cut out all the the fun or the bs like no that actually might not only just keep your life quality better because you'll actually enjoy the thing you're doing with your spare time and help you remind you why you love it and why it's fun and all of that good stuff. It's also possibly going to help you get better. You might get better at the thing you hate, in this case, example, sweet picking, by doing the things that you love, even though they're different. 
And like I say, it's all about spectrums, balance, generalizations, individual differences. These are all worthwhile things paying attention to. Different things will work for different people. And that's actually one of the most fascinating things that for some people, uh, like running themselves into the ground and punishing themselves is, is kind of going to help them to, to achieve stuff. That's interesting too. But these are all things that I found helped and I found interesting. So I just thought I'd share them because, hey, we're all guitar people. And I think all of us want to get better at playing. So it's fun to share and uh yeah like i say i'm an idiot so you know don't necessarily take any of this completely to heart 100 percent. but this is all stuff i found interesting and is absolutely i can i can guarantee it it has helped me and improved my playing so and kept guitar always being fun so hey sounds pretty good to me um check it out tweak it find your own things find your own ways to do it and i think there's could be some element of this that could be helpful and interesting to at least try out for other people who are wanting to make sure they play every day and get better um that's it that's my suggestion for today on that um so i would just give it a shot see how it goes for you so just to finish off then the last thing as always every single episode we have a suggestion of some music because that's what it's all about it's about playing music even though i just rambled on about guitar for like a freaking hour like i always do even despite that again the irony continues really what it's got to come down to at the end of the day is playing music and enjoying music and so suggestion of a song or an album or an ep to go and check out is how we finish every single episode and today i'm suggesting an artist that you go check out this uh stuff is available on Bandcamp, and the artist is called mr walker mr walker like as in walking you know i'm a walker i like going walking mr walker um that's the artist to go check out cool metal stuff fun down tune stuff um i believe it is yes i believe it is a one man project which i always find cool it's a one person instrumentalist um they're based in Sweden. Uh, stuff's available on Bandcamp. It's just mr-walker.bandcamp.com. Uh, there's a couple of EPs and an album on there. I particularly really enjoy the album, A Day in a Storm from 2012. There's, you know, some like genty elements, like heavy, groovy kind of riffs, downtune riffs and stuff in there. Nice and melodic as well, though, like really nice melody stuff, cool lead guitar work. I just think that's super impressive because I can't do this stuff that like like the uh, multi-instrumentalist element, like one-man project, and then there's like guest vocalists on stuff as well, I believe, um, which is which is really cool. Um, so yeah, it's great. I really enjoy it. And there's like electronic stuff in there as well, and the new EP is the newest one on there is kind of different as well so it's cool to see the development of a musician i believe this is like a relatively unknown i just stumbled across i can't remember how it's a relatively unknown cool um musician who's who's got a lot of skill and a lot of talent so i, I yeah i would just say go check out mr walker because i've been really enjoying that stuff heavier we're getting the cold season now i don't know about you but getting into winter you gotta just like a lot of metal is the way to go just is you know, it gets dark early. What else are you going to do? Like, go out and see people? Ah, not at the moment, we're not. Um, but even if it was, why would you want to do that? Sit at home and listen to, you know, band camp metal. Because, you know, are you going to tell me that's not a better use of your time? I think it's sick. I really like this stuff from Mr. Walker. So um, I think it's great. Great riffs in there. Fat guitar tones as well. Like, fat stuff which is sick uh so that's my suggestion today music and then all the other stuff i suggested all the other preachy stuff i said even though i sit on here every day doing a podcast about guitar instead of you know actually being a musician or anything but yeah that's how i get my kicks 
at Tiger Legs without uh, a hint of irony sitting around and doing the exact opposite of any of the things I should be doing and profess that I hold most dear. So there you go. If the irony of it all hasn't completely overwhelmed you, I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, Stay safe. Stay well. Stay happy. Play a ton of guitar. Enjoy it. For God's sake, push yourself as hard as you want, but always, always enjoy it because that'll actually help you to push yourself as well, as we apparently learned today. And I will catch you tomorrow.